every time we saw the same movie yeah um, the monitoring gets red 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 thousands of salams nobody knows what's the root cause uh, everybody's panic uh, and real total chaos hey there and welcome to the stackpot this is the podcast where we talk about all things related to observability because that's what we do and that's what we're passionate about, but also what it's like to work in a tech company. So if you are interested in that, you are definitely in the right place. I'm very excited to announce the next guest of the show. Anthony will be talking to our customer, Georg Hullebauer. And Georg is an enterprise metrics architect at EPA IT. EPA IT is responsible for all IT services for the Austrian press agency, which is the largest press agency in Austria. And they also have other customers they work with. In this podcast, Georg shares about his career, how he became an enterprise metrics architect, what it means, what he loves about his job, and because he's our customer, also how he uses Stackstate to make his demanding job a little easier. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, Georg. Hello. Hi, Anthony. How are you doing today? Fine, thanks. Everything's okay. And you? Oh, I'm not too bad. So, so Georg, why, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, um, what you do, yeah. uh, a little bit about uh, APA uh, and why its full name, the Press Association, should have uh, uh, is a little bit misleading in terms of what you guys do. Um, yes, uh, because the, the Austria Press Agency is our uh, parent company. Yeah. yeah? And, and this... Uh, APA IT, where I work, we, uh, we uh, do all the IT stuff for them. And not only for them, but, all, uh, but also for other customers. Yeah? Um, so let's start. Um, uh, as I already mentioned, I work at uh, the Austrian company APA IT, Information Technology is the full name. Um, my actual job title is Enterprise Metrics Architect. Um, a little bit about the history, my history there. I started 25 years ago as a normal help desk support engineer um, with uh, 24 hours, seven days a week shifts. Uh, so we uh, also work at night. There is uh, every time there is uh, uh, there are real people who can uh, who you can call. Um, and after a few years, I became um, the, the chief of the help desk and operations team. Um, at that uh, time, the, the administration of nearly all metrics and monitoring tools that were transferred to my team. So the, 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 all these monitoring and metrics tools, they were separated, uh, administrated by different teams. And I took everything to my team because we, we are in the center of everything. So the administration went uh, to my team. And in uh, 2015, I left this position and I started to work only for metrics monitoring and observability in our company. Okay. Um, and at the moment, I'm responsible for all projects relating to metrics monitoring and observability. Okay. I, I used to, my first job in IT was working, I was 18 years old and I, I got a job at T-Systems down in uh, yeah. Toulouse, France. And I, I, they, they, uh, they do all, well, at the time, they did all the IT for Airbus. So yeah. I, was, I was literally 
um, helping people with level one IT questions in the UK from okay. France, oh. uh, having to work, you know, whenever they were open in, in the yeah. UK. So it could be nighttime, it could be yeah. daytime, it could be on the weekends. Yes. Um, and I, I find there are two ways out of that, you know, cause you can't, you can't do that forever. Like, like that nope. it's for your mental health, you know, yes. you got to think about it from the fundamental standpoint is that you're dealing with nothing but problems all yes. day, every day. Point. Uh, so, so yeah, I found that there were like two ways out of it. You can either become really technical. And so you become, you know, more important for the more important things, or you make yeah. your way into into management, you know, the, the, the early, uh, version of myself, my, 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 you know, 14 years ago self would have said, Oh, I want to be a manager. But, but, but what ended up happening is that, you know, there's only one manager position, right. And it's not like people churn that role all the time. And then it create, then there's like other people that may have worked there longer. I find in support, it's usually like whoever's got the most seniority gets like the next promotion. That's, generally how it goes right and yes. uh, yeah. uh i focused on going more on the technical route and and the way i ended up getting out of the the 24 7 thing was by getting up to like third level support which is yeah. like there's no emergencies it's more root cause analysis at that point yeah. you know is is it a bug with the product is you know what happened at that time um and that was that was a far better even though you're still still dealing with problems, you don't have people screaming down the phone at you, you know, that yes. there are issues. It's like, okay, how do we do that? So um, that's how I got out of it anyway. But it sounds yeah. like to me that you, you went down more of the management path uh, and then you eventually got out of it because you're like, okay, let's just focus on the metrics and the observability yeah. component. Not, not, not really. Um, maybe it's a, bit mis- uh, a little bit misleading. Um, um, our chief back then uh, had the bright idea t- uh, for my job uh, will be a playing captain. Okay. You know? So I was the, uh, at that time I was uh, already the best support engineer there. Yeah. So, uh, and my, my, um, my former chief um, had uh, some, some serious illness and I had to take his job. It was some overnight thing. Yeah? And, my, and my chief said, okay, you can uh, have his management job, but you're also, uh, you stay a support engineer. Yeah? So you're managing the whole team, but uh, you're working like an engineer. Yeah? So it was this, this uh, playing captain. This is, was very hard. Yeah, so you, you I, I was to blame for everything, not only for the, the problems the people had, but also for the problems my people had, for the problems the whole company had. Uh, yeah, so you know, and that's why I had to get out there. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, so you still had all the problems, yeah, and the responsibility yes. as yes. opposed to partitioning yes. the responsibility yes. and the problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, so yeah, that, that, that sounds like hell. <laughs> Yeah, it's something like hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think there is something to be said, right, um, about the fact that you know if you are in that position, you know, and and you kind of feel like you're the only person who can who can help. There's there is an element of importance to that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The fact that people are calling you, the fact that people are demanding things from you, 
Um, although it's stressful at the time, it was definitely uh, not 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 all bad. Yeah, this the responsibility and the the standing you have in the in the company. This was real good. Yeah, but it's it was um, not forever. It's not possible. Yeah. So 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 we we talked a little bit about you know your career, how yeah. you've gotten here, um, a little bit about AP, APA IT. Um, you know what. Let's talk a little bit more about you know what you're doing currently with Stack State because yeah. because you are you are a customer. Yeah. So the whole point of this podcast is really to introduce people to the culture of Stack State and yeah. and by and large our customers um, allow us to exist uh, first of all uh, and then and then also if they're successful then we're also successful. So so let's let's sure. let's talk a little bit about your your interactions with Stack State, some of yeah. the history you've had with Stack State, some of the yeah. people you've worked with and uh, and some of their stories in terms of how they've helped you but then also how is our software uh, helping you uh, personally? Sure. Sure. Um, when I, I got the the chief of the of the operation network operation center, um, I built the completely monitoring stack in you. Uh, and after that, uh, there, like in many companies, you have one big monitoring tool, and then you have some special tools around. Yeah, they pop up uh, Prometheus and all these kind of stuff. Yeah, they they have the right to be there. Is everything is okay? Um, and but then we realized uh, we have too many, too many monitors to look at. We got too many alerting from too many to different tools, and we had no big picture. Um, at the same time, uh, we I first heard about uh, the term observability, and I I read a few things about it, and um, it's okay. Um, I think this is the way we have to go. We have to we have to. Go, we have to get a big picture, but without um, killing all these these other monitoring tools. Yeah, they have their their right to exist. They are special tools for cloud things, for Kubernetes, OpenShift, and all this kind of stuff. They have their right because they do the things um, special right for for these kind of services. And we we um, uh, try to find the tool. Which, like an umbrella, yeah, which can integrate all these uh, different uh, tools into one glass of pain, or something like that. This is a term you hear uh, often. And we looked at uh, some other um, observability tools, but they were very special. The most other observability tools they try to kill all your monitoring tools. They, they try to push them aside and, uh, and they try to get the only one. And that's the, the, the cool thing about Stack State. They can do that, but it's not their intention. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a byproduct of their capabilities, yes. right? Yes. It's, it's, it's like, hey, stick all your data into us and then yeah. they're like, oh, you get observability, but it's not yeah. really observability. You just yeah. see... All your data in one place, yeah. like yes. Splunk, right? They, they, they're very yeah. good at that. And this was the the, the first thing we we needed, um, and the 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 second one observability comes then with uh, tracing and instrumenting code and these kind of stuff. And this this is uh, these features uh, Stackstate is also integrating. So um, very short time, it was relatively clear that Stackstate is the the perfect product for us. Yeah, and um, 
the the benefits we want to get out of this combination, this umbrella system uh, with combined observability, we want that every everyone in in um, in my company in the IT. Uh, Maybe even not in the IT. Maybe maybe even in the in the parent company, uh, some managers they uh, have the same view on the status and performance of any services we deliver. Uh, we want to become more proactive, and um, if something breaks, we want to troubleshoot more quickly. In the history, we when something big breaks in the infrastructure, storage, or networking equipment, or something like that, yeah, um, there is. We saw every time we saw the same movie. Yeah, um, the monitoring gets red, red, red. Thousands of alarms. Nobody knows what's the root cause. Uh, everybody's panic uh, and and real total chaos. Yeah, and and that's uh, the f the first few hours we try to identify the root cause. And this is this is the the this this time has to be much more short. Yeah. And yeah. that's the that's that's the uh, the time when my chief said, "Hey, uh, George, we we have to find something to be better there." Uh, there's 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 the KPI right MTTR right. Yeah. Most people will be like, "Oh, that's mean time to resolution," and I'm like, "Well, actually, most tools out there today deal with mean time to react because it's like yeah. it's like, hey, it's red. We did our job. It's great." <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and you have you have one incident in service now that you need to react to. Great, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. it's like okay, fantastic. You've given me my pager duty alert that something's yeah. wrong. Uh, you've kind of used some fun AI algorithms to figure it out, but can you like point out to me what is the actual root cause? Because at the end of the day, that's the bottom line, right? That if yeah. you want to if you want to reduce your mean time to resolution. You need yeah. to get to the root cause as quickly yes. as possible. And sometimes, you know, when everything's red, that yeah. becomes such a big distraction, right? Uh, yeah, because sure. you're, you're going down so many different rabbit holes yeah. to kind of figure out, okay, what was the first alert? Okay, well, that, that alert is a byproduct of this going bad over here. Oh, wait, Prometheus is saying something else. And so a lot of, a lot of tools that are in the AI ops space, they focused on, okay, Let's let's bring it all together into that single pane of glass that you were talking yep. about, and then let's just use AI so that we can tell you when something is actually wrong, um, yep. which which is fine uh, and that that's great. It, it it's progress in some way, shape, or form, but but without it doesn't really have true observability, right? It, it can't give you a visual representation of your 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 stack, if you will, or the application yep. and you know the infrastructure. You know, especially now when we get into containers and Kubernetes and all this kind yeah. of yeah. other stuff and serverless, and where we've got Lambda scripts running all over the place, that that, that becomes a nightmare to manage from an SRE yeah. standpoint. Can can you can you tell me a little bit about you know what was the aha moment for you in terms of stack state that made you say this is the solution for me? <clears throat> there there are multiple um, moments. Um, the first one was uh, when I saw how easy it was to integrate even even um, my CheckMK monitoring system, which uh, it has no integration. So we built a custom integration. It was only a few lines of Python code, and we were ready. It's not. It was not so high sophisticated, but it it worked. 
Yeah. So this this was one. The second one was the the the, the magic of the timeline, where you can you can uh, go back in time and see, uh, or maybe play it like a movie, see the problem actually happening in the past. Yeah. yeah? So you can go back and and, and you don't have to. Um, read logs and 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 all this kind of you just go back in time and then you find the first thing where that happened yeah you will really you can really easy find uh, what uh, what was the first problem and uh, what did change at that time or shortly before that time because um this is the next one it's it's very very easy to integrate uh, annotations into 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 the timeline of stack state. So if somebody is doing a change on the switch or on the server, yeah, they they work in their change management system and they uh, press the play button when they start to work. And there is a webhook which creates this annotation in the timeline of stack state. So if I don't know about this change, yeah, so then I go back in the timeline and see ah. There, this, uh, this my colleague made this change, and I can jump jump right into the change record and see what he did. Yeah, no, I, I uh, uh, you know, I, I used to work, um, I used to work for ServiceNow, um, and I worked there for like uh, like seven years almost. Um, yeah. But but you know, it was uh, the CMDB was always static, right? So 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 first of all, it was always incomplete. Like like that, that you, you either had a really good discovery for one thing, but then it was missing. It's never, it's never complete. And even if you do get a hundred percent, it's still static. So, yes. so you're only seeing the latest version of that and there's no time travel capability. And, 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 and again, as we move into a more serverless and containerized environment, it, it's you're going to need time travel capabilities right in order to be able to 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 do that but then also to be able to do point in time references like you're doing with the webhooks uh that's gold right you don't yeah. want to know how many changes have impacted a single component you want to know at the time the change was done what did the environment look like and you know what were some of the events and the alerts that you were getting at that time as well you know, so that then you can intelligently get better over time by saying, okay, if a change happens in this part of the environment, we get this noise over here. So let's set a threshold and, and, yes. and get iteratively better ourselves so that we won't run around next time. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of tools don't really give you that capability because they're a black box, right? It, it's, you know, you don't, you don't have that ability to just get better at, at, at your own job in a way, you know, it's, it's all about the tools telling you what they think is a problem, um, which, you know, doesn't always turn out to be true. Right. That's right. These are the, the, the three main things we, we, dis we uh, went for a stake state. Awesome. So, so we're almost out of time now. Um, is there anything uh, you want to kind of leave with some kind of final comments and something you want to kind of lay out there in terms of maybe people who helped things that we've helped you with, you know, in terms of stack state? Um, yes. I, I think I'm, I'm, I think I have two examples where the stack state really, really will help our operating um, um, team. Um, the first one is uh, also related to this timeline. 
Um, nowadays, it's um, it's in a it's a twenty four seven shift, like I said before. So um, there is one operator sitting for eight hour hours, and then comes the next operator. Yeah, and now they make some some they talk uh, to each other and say, hey, this and this happened, and this happened, and look there, and look there, and it's this, the short story what happened in the in the last eight hours. Or what happened uh, in, the, in the time when the, the next operator who um, uh, comes to, to, to the business um, was not in the company. Yeah? Um, I think when we have all this information on the timeline with all the changes, the problems and all this thing, uh, he can just tell the next operator, hey, here, make a replay. Maybe it's, it's, some, uh, it's a little bit science fiction, but... Uh, <laughs> I, th I think this this will really help. And uh, the next thing is um, we talked uh, about uh, the when when something big breaks in the, in the in the classical monitoring systems you have thousands of red alarms, um, and you want to find the root cause. So I have nearly thirty years experience in in, in monitoring and uh, in in not in mon not only monitoring in in our data center. So if I look at this big red mess, I may be able to tell, okay, this must be a networking problem, or this must be a storage problem, or this must be an application problem, only because of my experience. Yeah? Yeah. But all my colleagues in the, in the network operations center, they don't have this, ex this experience. And I think um, the stack state, I want to give them the, the ability to find uh, the same things like myself when I look at that. But without these thousand red alarms, this this is the next one. We want to we want the 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 twenty four seven operators to really quickly decide which special team they have to call. Do they have to call the networking guys? Do they have to call the storage guys or the Linux server or the Windows server guys? This is the first and most important decision. Yeah, and they they need to have the uh, the the technical backup. Because if yep. you're talking to a storage expert yep. and you say, I think the issue is with you, they're going to find a million excuses to turn around and say why sure. it's not them and sure. it's the knock yes. that you need to get. Um, <laughs> so, so being able to turn around and say, okay, I believe this is for you because I have because. this, this, yep. and this that yes. points to you guys as being yep. the root cause of my issue. Yep. Can you yep. prove me wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. exactly. That's, that's the point. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, well, uh, Georg, we have to, we have to drop now, but, uh, okay. thank you so much for your time and for doing this. Um, okay. we're always interested in hearing, uh, how our customers are advancing with their uses of, uh, of stack state. Okay. Thank you. And have a nice day early day. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Thanks man. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like more information about StackState, you can visit stackstate.com. That's S-T-A-C-K-S-T-A-T-E.com. And you can also find a written transcript of this episode on our website. So if you prefer to read through what they've said, definitely head over there. And also make sure to subscribe if you'd like to receive a notification whenever we launch a new episode. So until next time.